Thank you for tuning in to the Repairs of the Breach podcast. We pray that this message reach, repair, and restore as our pastor, Calvin King, delivers a message from God. Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Okay, now, now, here's the key. You become a slave to whatever you obey. And Paul used that terminology as a slave to try to jog your mind to think what your master would be like. So if you're going to serve God, you can be blessed. But if you're going to serve Satan, his job is to kill, steal, and to destroy. So any happiness in your life, he hates it. Anything that's going good in your life, he wants to destroy it. If you're having a good day, he wants to tear it apart. He wants to see you in misery all the time because the opposite of that is joy. God wants you to have joy and joy more abundantly. But the devil comes to steal that joy from you. So you got to watch which side you're going to stand on. I'm going to ask you and I lay before you today, pick a side. I need you to pick a side today. Young folks, I need you to pick a side. I need you to honestly pick a side. You can't, no man, No woman can serve two masters. You're going to either love the one and despise or hate the other. So you got to choose. You can't love God and the world or mammon or money. You can't love both. So you got to make a decision. And I'm challenging you today to listen to what I'm saying and be ready to make a decision. Because where much is given, much more is required. I told you, it is my plan to bring you into supernatural, into the supernatural realm. You're already there. You just don't acknowledge it. All right. So let's acknowledge it and realize what we're doing. So all this stuff that's going on in your life, what if it's not you? What if it's not your child? In other words, this boy's acting a fool with me. This girl act like she don't know what I'm talking about. She want to run the streets. She's doing drugs. She doing. What if it's not them? Whatever struggle you got, what if it's not you? So, so the thing about it is that what we've got to do is that we've got to acknowledge that there's a super realm out there, that there's a, there's a realm out there that's, that's some, a lot of activity is going on in. And some of this activity attaches itself to us through open doors or who we yield ourselves to. So our young people, they are bombarded with thoughts every day to yield themselves to what they're hearing in the music. And doing so, they get caught up, and the devil don't care. He's a hitchhiker. He comes right back to your house. And he sets up camp in your house because he's invited through your children. He does not care. And the kids be out there because everybody else is doing it. And I'm going to show you some of these spirits and how they operate. So, young people, you'll know when you're in danger or put yourself out there and you start indulging in some of these sins and some of this stuff, then that spirit, that devil, hitchhike with you. And he goes on back to your house with you. And he set up camp in your house because you invited him in. 
and you wonder why there's confusion in the house. You wonder why there's discord. You wonder why there's all this. It's because you invite spirits in, okay? And we'll deal with that a little bit more as we get to it. But I want you to open your mind up to the supernatural realm, okay? All of us want to hear from prophets. All of us want to have a word spoken to our life. Well, how can you have all this and not expect this? You want to hear the prophet speaking to your life. You want to hear him say this. You want to hear this. You want to get all these encouraging words. But there's a real devil out there who wants to speak into your life too. That's why they call false prophets. You're running for a word. You're trying to look for a word. I, have you ever tried to look in your Bible? Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. So, so what if my child is just not acting a fool because my child's a fool? What if my child is actually influenced by a devil? Now, I don't believe Christian people can be possessed, but I believe you can be oppressed. I believe you can be harassed by devils. So maybe that devil is not on the inside of you, owning you, but he's definitely oppressing you. And he, what he would do, he would work with your flesh to put pressure on you, so much pressure that you would bend and bow to that devil. And because you see nobody around you, you realize that it is something in you and you think it's you, and next thing you know, you yield to whatever the devil is trying to get you to do. And then he brings a stronghold in your life. Now, I do believe... I watched a movie this weekend. Me and my wife, was this weekend or last weekend? This, this Tuesday. What was the movie that we watched? You know, and this, these, these things from this other planet was able to look like somebody else. What was that movie? Marvel. 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 So, so these things in there had the ability to transform and look like, uh, if there was an Ada here, I can look at it, and this thing will transform to another Ada. It had the ability to transform. So you wouldn't know who you was talking to. Now, the Bible talked about in the last day, I pour out my spirit on all flesh, your sons and daughters shall prophesy. All right. He said on all flesh. So Hollywood is receiving it too. Hollywood is showing you there's something spectacular about the super, supernatural realm. The Bible said that the devil himself has transformed himself into an angel of light. He said, don't you know if the devil do it, don't you know his ministering spirit would do the same? So young folks, you might be entertaining a devil, and you think he's your best friend. But you know they ain't right. You know they don't like you because the devil's not going to hide this. You're going to know there's something in you because you got the Spirit of God in you, and you know you and this person don't mix. There's something about them just not right. But you don't want to hurt their feelings, so you hang with them. You run with them. I thank God that God knew this was going to happen. Because he says, hand joined in hand. The wicked shall not go unpunished. So God going to punish the devil. But the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. Because you won't listen to us. God said, I got you covered. They run again. Now, you might pay a price for running with them, but you'll be delivered. You might be delivered out of the jail. You might be delivered out of a bad accident. So what I want you to understand is that as we get into this demonic understanding and see what's happening in this demonic realm, that we realize that we've got to fight. You don't have no choice. Now, Pastor, how do I fight 
something that I can't see. How do I fight something that, that sounds like me? Pastor, what are, what are you saying? I'm saying the only way you're going to understand this is that you've got to go back to your word. You've got to go back to scripture. Okay? That's the only place that reveals this demonic realm and what's really going on in your life. Or else, how can you explain why you do what you do? You got a good heart. I see y'all in here. I mean, I see just good hearts in here. I don't see no evil hearts in here. I see good hearts. People who love God, who want to serve God. Well, what's your struggle? Why are you struggling? Why you can't stop watching pornography? Why you can't stop shacking? Heck, why you can't turn down the plate? Oh, y'all was okay when I was talking about the pornography and, 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 this, and this and this and this and this, but when I was talking about that food, <laughs> all right. Okay. Here we go. The real battle. This came. Ephesians 6, 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against spirits in the heavenly places. Did you hear that? We're not fighting against flesh and blood. Okay? You're not fighting against your spouse. You're not fighting against your children. You're not even fighting against your enemy. If they can see, smell, taste, hear, feel, they're not your enemy. There's a spiritual realm out there where this devil is not operating by your five senses. He's operating on supernatural stuff. Okay? So you've got to get ready for this. But we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Well, hold on. How am I going to fight something that I can't see? How am I going to fight? I mean, how? I can see you so we can fight. But I look like a fool fighting something I can't see. I mean, you think I'm crazy. You're going to call somebody and lock me up if I go out here and I'm swinging at the devil like this. So obviously, that's not how we can fight. Okay? All right. What's really going on? 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down strong. Well, hold on. Is there anybody here that don't know these scriptures? So all of us know these. Well, why are we losing the battles? Why is it that we keep giving in? Why is it that we don't fight? Maybe, maybe... Maybe it's more to it than what we think. No. We know this. We know this. So it has to be something that we're allowing because God, the scriptures are true. They cannot be broken. God's word is eternal. There's nothing that can exalt itself against God's word. God's word would not return to him void. So what's going on must be something on our end. For, we're, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. God did a great thing and let us know what our warfare was all about and what was really going on. 
Well, when, when you were reading this and you understood this, your enemy was right there saying, hmm. So they're not going to be walking in the flesh. So my strategy is to get them in the flesh. Uh-huh. Okay. The weapons are not, the weapons of the warfare are not common. So I got to get them living in carnality. You see what he's doing? He said, I've got to set up some strongholds. Stronghold. I've got to give you something that you really like. A stronghold is something that you're willing to defend. So I've got to set you up with something that you really like. I've got to set you up with something with, with a thought pattern that, that, that is against the knowledge of God. If you're shacking, you know it's wrong, but the thought said, I've got to get my bills paid. thought is, but I love him. The thought is, I love her. The thought is, I got to help her. I got to help him. So what you're doing is that you're setting a thought pattern up that goes against what God said because God said, I am the Messiah. I am their Lord. I am their Savior. Who told you that you were Messiah? So the Bible says, cast down imagination. But he conjoined that and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So what the devil doing is giving you an imagination that's against God. You, what you're doing, you're thinking about how you can self-supply. How you can take care of yourself. What's going on with you. The Bible says, cast that down. Cast that thought down because that thought did not come from God. If you're in a shocking situation, you're in here and you're married and you. Who told you you can have a chick on the side? Who lied to you? Who bewitched you? Who bamboozled you? Let every man have his own wife. And every wife. Her own husband. Where did these thoughts come from? Where did these imaginations come from? My imagination is good. I can imagine God blessing me. I can imagine God saying anything. But what the devil does, he comes in that imagination. He starts sowing those seeds in there that you can make it without God. You don't have to go to church. I'm sorry, but this is the place that God established to bring you truth. The world has caught on to something that the church had. Yeah, that went over your head, didn't it? The world has caught a revelation that the church is still missing. The world, let me do it this way. The world understands that we one body. You, you still don't hear. The world says that if you mess up, you make him look bad. Because y'all one body. The world don't see no difference. That's why we can't get mad at the, at the world when they say all y'all preachers are the same. Because we all in one body. 
So you have a tendency to make me look bad even though I'm doing my best to try to live right. Yeah, y'all don't like it now, do you? Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, casting down every thought and bring it to the obedience of Christ. How many of you all, you're just letting your imagination run wild? Don't raise your hand. Set up straight. Nobody never know who I'm talking about. But you know you let your thought pattern go. You don't put it in check. The Bible says that if you're going to fight this warfare, you've got to bring your thought life into the obedience of Christ Jesus. Well, Pastor, how do I do that? I've got to find something that's stronger than what the devil has been showing me. I've got to have something that can pull me back to reality. That even when I mess up, and watch this, even though you're in a great warfare, you will mess up sometimes, and that thought pattern will get the best of you, and you will sin. You could be the just got through eating. You fool. You, I mean, you fool as a tick, as the old folks say. But somebody can bring a piece of pie. You know you fool. But here you are now. One, two, three. Making room. Press down, shake together. What makes us sin like this when we know we're not even hungry? The thought. I saw it. And it looked pleasing to my eyes. Where is this coming from? It's coming from another realm. And oh, don't mess around and try to fast. The day you sanctify the fast is the day that everybody want to barbecue and cook out and invite you out. The day you want to fast is the day a peanut roll across the floor. <laughs> Everything looks good. Where is this thought coming from? Where is this stuff coming from? All of a sudden now I'm being enticed by stuff that I wouldn't even think about. And the problem is that we only cast down a thought and that thing stays there. Watch this. And I know we, we got to do better. Now, I, my wife, somebody brought us some Cokes over to the house. And she, she said, don't leave that alone. And I know I've been telling God, I ain't drinking no Cokes. I'm through with them. But they be there. I mean, where's my strength? Why don't I just take them up and just throw them out the door? Why not? I'm much more powerful than a case of drinks. But some kind of way, I can't find it in me to pick up that little old pack of coats and take them outside and throw them away. What's in me that won't let me do what's right? Because I know it's a temptation. But in my mind, I've convinced myself somebody else might want. But you see how we're justifying it? How we justify what we want to do? What we're doing, we're making way for our sin. We're making place for our sin. We're giving an avenue to the devil to tempt us. When it would be just as easy to take those things, throw them out the door, and don't bring them back to my house no more. 
We don't want to do that. So what's your six-pack of Coke? What's yours? I brought you into my house. Let me come into yours. What is it that you won't let go of? What is it that you're holding on to? What is it that you've given an excuse that it's okay? That you've justified in your mind? If you like to learn more about the repairs of the breach ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.org. Want to stay connected to the church updates and news? Text ROTB to 24587. 24587. Thank you for listening and may God bless you.